it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I, I told you guys I had an article. I wanted to read it with you. I'm gonna, we're going to read it. I'm going to read it together because it looked interesting. Now, I have, I, I mean, I, I skimmed through it, but I, I haven't read it. Um, and it's, a, it's an article called Why Dark-Skinned Black Girls Like Me Aren't Getting Married. It's going to be very interesting, I think. It was written by a woman named Dream McClinton. Okay. Uh, right. So it's going to be a lot to read. I'm, uh, let me see. I might skim through most of it. I don't know. It depends. Because she, it's a girl. You know, girls, they write a whole bunch of extra shit. She says, all right. It says, and this was written Monday, April 8th, 2019. I take a deep breath and ready my fingers. I admonish myself for being theatrical about something so mundane. Another deep breath. Here we go, I mutter, pressing enter. My profile has been created. It seems simple enough. Swipe left to dismiss, swipe right to express interest. The first eligible bachelor appears. Not my type. I swipe left. Then another follows. Too young. I swipe left again. Ten swipes in and I find myself texting my eldest sister that this was a bad idea. I didn't think I would have ever have to use a dating app, but men don't talk to me any other way. So, so far, what we got is we have the girl, she's, she, she, um, she's more than likely socially awkward because she feels like she has to get on a dating app to get men to speak to her because men don't speak to her in person. The reason why I would say that she must be somewhat socially awkward is because, um, dark skin, I mean, fellas, back me up on this. Like we've had all kinds of women speak to us, ugly, fat, dark skin, weird looking like that just they'll find a way to insert a conversation with us right so I, I, I don't know in life sometimes everything's not going to go the way it's supposed to go so maybe for this particular woman and I, I hope there's a picture of her somewhere in this article maybe um hold on let me click on her name and see so we can see who we're see who we're looking at you know uh, get a good Y'all know me, I'll keep it real. I'll tell you if she um if if there's a, definitely a reason beyond her being dark skinned. Cause I feel like I'm having with a lot of dark skinned girls. Like a lot of dark skinned girls, they'll be like, oh, you know, guys only talk to me. And it's like, ma'am, I'm just gonna keep it real with you. It's not because you dark skinned. <laughs> it is not because you dark skinned, baby girl. So I don't know. This looks like the picture because she had a, a painting. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of her now. Her name is Dream McClinton. Okay, so that definitely is her because that's the same girl from the painting on the on the um, on the website. Uh, this picture shows me a beautiful woman. I mean, I I, I mean she has. She's like looking at the picture with a certain like angle. So 
I'm not really able to tell. But in this picture, she look. I mean, she she's definitely not ugly. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah, she like she she look kind of like she might be standoffish sometimes. Maybe that might be it too. You know, and ladies, you have to ask yourself like. Or do you look available? Like, do you look accessible? Do you look like somebody that somebody could speak to? It's because some women, they really don't. They look like they don't want to be bothered. Like, I've seen women that just look like they don't want to be bothered. Like, it's just a certain way they stand and the way they're dressed and their eye contact, body language just tells me, well, I'm just going to leave her alone. You know, it would suck to know that I've walked past women who probably wanted me to talk to them. Because they're, like I said, that goes back to socially awkward. That's what that has to do with social awkwardness. Because they're socially awkward, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really read her. I'm gonna just go over here, right? So that would suck. Because then that girl probably thinks that I didn't like her, but I did. It just, you didn't look like somebody that I should be trying to approach. Um, and you have a lot of brothers like me who, you know, if you don't look like you want to be approached, we're not going to approach you. Some guys, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I know some dudes who, man, they don't give a damn. You crying on the phone. Hey, shout what your name is. I'm different. Like, I look at it like, yeah, man, let, let her have her space. So she says, this, this is the article. We're back to the article now, right? She says, I've spent so much time trying to understand what is so unattractive about, unattractive about me that men shun me. So when she says shun, I'm wondering, and maybe we'll get more context from the article. Because um, for me, when you use the word shun, that means you're making advances and you're being ignored. Shun is not you're walking down the street and men aren't talking to you. Men aren't looking at you. You know, and, and these are the way women complain. We don't know what to do, man. We try not to look at girls too hard no more. It's like... Isn't that like sexual harassment or some shit? Anyways, at first I thought it was because I was intimidating. A word I've heard used to describe me. Didn't I say earlier she does look like she could be standoffish sometimes? I mean, the picture that she has on the internet floating around. She has her head up like, what, nigga? What? what, what? Like, what you want to do? Anyways, um, for a while I concluded I was, quote, not that interesting, quote. A line I supported. I subsequently, I sub, I subsequently, excuse me, use as my biography on social media, but those explanations won't do. So she was so attached. This was a big part of her life. Think about it. She, she put that even in her her bio on her Twitter and her Instagram. Right. This is this was really affecting her clearly. Anyway, let's keep reading. The real issue is staring me right in the face. My deep mahogany skin. This is sad. Before I keep reading, this is sad. That black women don't want to deal with themselves so much that even when they can't put it on anything else, they'll blame it on something that is them, but that's out of their control. So instead of her saying, I don't know, maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe I don't look whatever. She just gives in and says no it's not me but it is me but it's not me it's my skin color yeah that, that's that's what it is that's why men won't talk to me is because my skin is brown 
Well, ma'am, how do you think them pale-ass white girls feel? Because let me tell you, I got plenty of white guy friends who love white women, and they don't like pale white girls. So, man, I, I, I guess you and the pale white girl need to become friends because they're over there complaining about colorism, too. Not. Anyways, colorism. The prejudice based on skin tone. Wait, is this a definition? I think she's trying to define it. Colorism. The prejudice based on skin tone has stunted the romantic lives of millions of dark-skinned black women, including me. We are not as valued, listen to the entitlement here, as valued as our light-skinned counterparts when seeking romantic partners. Our dating pool constricted because of something as arbitrary as shoe size. Wow. So let me ask you something, dark-skinned woman. You said something as arbitrary as shoe size. So, so you don't you don't like being judged for something that you have no control over, right? You didn't choose to be dark-skinned, right? I think most of you guys would choose to be light-skinned at that point, now wouldn't you? Okay, so so you'll date a man that's five foot four, or is that not the same? Or what about a dude with like a five-inch dick? Or what about a guy who only makes maybe like forty-five thousand dollars a year? Hmm? What about a guy with um, certain type of teeth? Like teeth that you don't like. Hmm? You see what I'm saying? It's just so much entitlement there. We're not as valued as our light skinned counterpart. Who the fuck told you light skinned black women was valued more than you? See, that, that's some shit y'all tell each other. I've, I've never heard a black man say it. Like other systems of racial inequality, American colorism was born out of slavery. As slave masters raped enslaved women, their light-skinned illegitimate offspring were given preferential treatment over their darker counterparts, often working in the house as opposed to fields. This order has since been perpetuated by systematic racism and internalized by black people. I, I think she should say black women. But I, I, I really, you know what? Actually, take that back. I, I get what she's trying to say now. My bad. I over, I overstepped my boundaries on that one. Let me keep reading. It remains alive even now, insidiously snaking into my life. I'll tell you one thing. This girl's a good writer. Right? She uses a lot of great words. Um... Okay, I don't really have much to say about that. I, I, I don't disagree with that, right? I have many memories of being degraded because of my complexion. The most... Oh, this is getting interesting. The most piercing is from middle school. Two girls giggled in my Georgia history class. So she's from down here. I, I want to know what part of Georgia, though. I really do. That, that That's crucial. Two girls giggled in my Georgia history class during the showing of a documentary about slavery. As the film explained the origins of skin tone prejudice, one girl who was biracial and hazel-eyed and the only other black girl in the class whispered that she would have been a house slave, but that I would have been a field slave as a famous image of whipped Peter played on screen. I sank down in my chair, silently greeting the weight of oppression on my 12-year-old shoulders. Interesting. 
mind you, she said that that was the most piercing moment that she had was that right there, right? Okay, we're going to keep moving. In many ways, nothing has changed since that day. Nothing. Dark skin still not only comes with the expectation of lower class, but lessened beauty, not to mention uncleanliness, lesser intelligence, and a diminished attractiveness. And let me stop. I, where, where, like, where do you guys get this from? Because that that just sounds too like specific. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it sounds too much like it, like you're trying to say it's factual. I, I, I actually, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm being colorist now. I love dark-skinned people. I, I don't trust light-skinned people. I, I feel like light-skinned people are dirty. They don't bathe. I think dark-skinned people look very clean. Their skin is always very one-toned. It's very, you know, just, yeah. Like, I fuck with dark-skinned people. I, I don't know where this comes from. I, 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 growing up, I always hated light-skinned nigga in the classroom. <laughs> Ask Quan, man. Shout out to my boy Quan, man. I used to always be into it with Quan, old light skinned ass nigga, right? I hung out with nothing but dark skinned niggas. All my homeboys growing up was dark skinned. I was probably the light, like one of the lightest niggas in my group, no cap. Cause Mike was dark skinned, Rob is brown skinned. Yeah, me and Nick and a couple other cats, we was probably the lightest niggas. Everybody else was brown or dark skinned. I, I think this is a woman thing. I've, I, I've never heard a man say, we can't hang out with him. He likes, I mean, he dark skinned. So I think this is a female thing. Like, this is something you guys do, right? Which black women claim, complain about colorism so much, you would think that they would call more black women out about it. So y'all have no smoke for black women, but y'all got all the smoke for black men. Interesting. Anyways, why don't you go date them bitches then? Anyways, meanwhile, everywhere we look, Women like me see successful black men coupled with fair-skinned female partners who pass the paper bag test. Paper bag test, a remnant of the Reconstruction era, where the only black people worthy of attention had to be lighter than a paper bag. This test was even instituted in places such as historically black colleges and universities as an informal part of the admissions process, which is true, by the way. A lot of sororities ran by black women did that test, by the way. You know what I'm saying? This colorism shit, this some black women shit. So she put a chart up, and I'm going to actually go over this chart. It says online dating and race. And how likely people are to want to interact with others on okay cupid asian women are 20 percent less likely to start a conversation with a black man than other men black women receive the most constantly negative scores so um I'm not really understanding this chart, to be quite honest with you. I'd have to look at it another time. I'm not really understanding it. Like, it. hold on, let me look at it. Men who are...
Mm, I do see that black women have the lowest ratings on here, though. Whatever that means. Oh, so the white men, negative 17%, Latino men. Well, at least the black men want them. We the only ones on here that want them. But they want us. Wow. We want them by 1% and they want us by 23%. Wow. Wow. But on this chart, black men seem like they don't want anybody. <laughs> they don't really want Asians. They only want Asians by 2%. They want Latinas by 2%. And they want negative 6% white women. So black men, you just see, and this is why I say get out of statistics. Because you see how she went to OK Cupid? I, I don't know any niggas who use OK Cupid. So, of course, black men are not going to talk to you on here. Literally, black men have the lowest percentage on this whole entire chart. We rated Asian women at a 2% rate. We rated Latina women at a 2% rate. We rated white women at a negative percent rate. We, we rated black women at a 1% rate. White boys on here at 9 and 17%. Asian men are on here at 20 this mainly looks like Asian people are the biggest users on here. That's that's what I say. Black women, that's what they do. Didn't I say that, guys? Didn't I tell you guys? That's what they do. They go out there and they they find the negative shit and they run with the negative shit. That's what black women do. They they take the negative shit and they run with that. Like you're using a chart from an app that we don't use. And you're like, oh, well, this fits my narrative, so I'm going to hold on to this chart. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop consuming shit like that because you're going to really trick yourself into believing it because it fits the narrative that you already have in your head. These percents show black men don't use that app. That's what it tells me. <laughs> anyway, let's let's keep reading, man. I'm, I'm trying to give her, you know, benefit of the doubt because... I think she's very intelligent. This is what she writes after that, right? She said, today, this graduation, excuse me, today, I don't know what. I think, I don't know how to say that word. Today, this gradation or gradation, gradation, discrimination remains. Now, now you're just trying to sound smart, baby girl. Don't look, don't, don't hurt my brain. Okay. You could have just said today, this, this discrimination remains. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this, this, this is discrimination to her. Uh, uh app. Like, come on, girl. You could, you could have found a better chart than that. Um, uh, it's typical to see light-skinned black women as representing beauty in the black community and therefore being highly desirable for high stat status spouses, says Dr. Margaret Hunter who teaches sociology at Oakland's Mills College and has studied the relationship between marriage and colorism for over two decades. Hunter sums it up like this. Black women in general marry less than other races, but dark-skinned black women marry men of lower social status than the light-skinned black women. The next part of the article is called Hold on, let's 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 see something. I know some of y'all are thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Let's see. Is Dr. Margaret Hunter even a black woman? 
city to find out. Google. Um, if this is the woman. Oh no, this is definitely her. Um, she looks like she might be mixed. Like she looks kind of like us, almost like a Spanish woman. Like she black. She looks mixed though. Like she's she's a light skinned woman <laughs> herself. So that's who she got her information from. The lighter the shade, the higher the probability of marriage. Jasmine Turner, owner of Black Match Made, a Chicago-based matchmaking company, agrees this affects all black women. Dun 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 dun. Every last one of you guys are affected by this. Honestly, I think black women tend to lower their standards because they're finding challenges in dating. Now, I'm finding that black women are like, you know what? As long as he has a good job and he's a good person, no matter how successful they are, they're open to dating him. Well, Jasmine Turner, we're all going through the same thing. Because black men over here like, you look, bro, as long as she got some like, we're, black people are having no choice but to settle. And I think it's because ultimately we're, 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 a lot of us are looking for a little bit too much, but we can talk about that another time. Let's keep reading her article. I've never been one to settle. I've taken this attitude to the app. And that's the thing about it. Let's stop right there, right? Look at what she said. She said, I've never been one to settle. My whole thing is this. If you really are having this much trouble getting a man, ma'am, you're, you're going to have to settle because from what it sounds like, and no offense to, um, what's the name of this woman again? What I said her name was? What's her, let me read it. Hold on. Let's go back up. To Dream McClinton. But it sounds like a man would have to be settling to be with you now, wouldn't he? I mean, based on the things you believe in life, based on the articles and different quotes you keep putting in here, wouldn't he be having to settle to be with you? Anyway, let's keep reading. I've never been the one. To, I've never been one to settle. I've taken this attitude to the app only searching for men who are gainfully employed and fairly decent looking. Do you hear the delusion? This is what Kevin Samuels be talking about. This is the type of shit that Kevin Samuels be talking about. Wow. This is it. And this is why I try my best, even though I can't help it, to, to stay away from relationship topics. Because this is, I don't like to deal with shit like this. Like, this is starting to now make me angry, but not really angry. That's the wrong word. But I would say definitely like, ugh, you know, like, God damn it. Like, you know, like, here you are saying, Let's just keep reading. It's like the it's like it's the it's the gall. It's the gall, the audacity, the nerve. That's what that's what gets to me, man. But I definitely understand what she means. Previously, dating has made me feel like I must drop some of my must-have criteria. Criteria. A college education, a steady job, and able and willing to pay for the first date in order to find a match. My mother has even scolded me for it. Telling me to raise my standards. I've been on a lot of dates and no girl should ever pay for a first date. I wonder if her mom's married 
Anyway, let's keep reading. But my feelings of a necessary drop-in standards have been validated by research. Matter of fact, let's go, let's go back. That is a good question. Is her mom married? Because I'm pretty sure if she's dark-skinned, then her mom was probably dark-skinned. So is her mom married? And did her mom marry somebody, what they say earlier? Hold on, let me quote them for exactly what it is. Some, a man on a lower social status? On a, on a lower social status? Okay. But my feelings of a necessary drop in standards have been validated by research from Dr. Derek Hamilton, a professor of economics and sociology at Ohio State University. Hamilton aggregated information from the 2003. She wrote this article in 2019. And she's telling us about something that happened in 2003. Now, let's, let's just keep reading. I'm sorry. The 2003 multi-city study of urban equality to identify why so many dark-skinned women who date men remain bachelorettes. Let me read that again because I don't think I, like I read too, too fast. Study of urban equality to identify why so many dark-skinned women who date men remain bachelorettes. Okay, I see. So you're basically saying heterosexual women. His assessment was designed to show how the imbalance of eligible black males taking into account high incarceration rates and a limited labor market affects the marriage market. Is he basically saying there's not enough men? Okay, let's keep reading. He might say it. His research shows that a scarcity in available high-status... Okay, so yeah, he is talking about there's not enough. High-status husbands, which is defined as higher levels of education, not growing up on public assistance, or coming from neighborhoods that had less crime. But there's a lot of... See... Like, this is how I know you guys will go for anything. You guys don't even care about the credibility. Like, you know, you you do know that there's a lot of high status men in the world, black, white, whatever, that do come from these things, right? These things don't, you know, completely negate somebody from becoming a high status man. You understand that, right? There's a lot of very wealthy. You think Jay Z didn't grow up in a neighborhood that had a lot of crime? You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Even even there's no bomber from like Chicago or some shit effectively leave black men his research shows that a scarcity in available high status husbands effectively leave black men in control of the dating selection process his data concluded 55% of light skinned women were married while only 23% of dark skinned women had jumped the broom Black men have unnatural power within marriage markets that enables them to bid up cursory characteristics like skin shade. Hamilton told me over the phone. In other words, the lighter the female, the higher probability of marriage. One of the results that we found was that darker complexioned black women who have higher status faced a greater penalty in marriage markets than those with a lower socioeconomic status. I agree with that. And I don't think it's just dark-skinned women, though. I think it's black women, period. But I wouldn't argue with her on that. I, I would let her have that one. I think she might be right about that. Matter of fact, I'm going to say she is right about that. 
According to his research, I am the epitome of the high status option. College educated, familial middle class background, ages 16 to 30, able bodied. But according to the equation, I haven't the social capital skin tone, aka skin tone, to seek a quality match. Hmm. Well, ma'am, you do know that, like, when men are looking for wives, like, being college educated a certain age and coming from a certain background is cool, but, like, a man who's really on his shit doesn't really give a fuck about that, right? So what about you makes you high status? Your you're high status... See, this is where black women fall off when they start talking to these so-called educated brothers who don't even want them. Like, y'all need to talk to real men. Like, men who just, like, even if they are educated, they're on real type of time because we'll, we'll give you the real. As a woman in the dating market, nothing that you just named made you high status. Literally nothing that you just named made you high status at all. None of it. None of it. You would have been better off telling me I'm high status. I got a fat ass. I mean, y'all, you think I'm being funny, but I'm serious. Like when it comes to men, especially the type of men you're going for, that doesn't make you high status. You're on a high status socioeconomically. That's about it. Not in a marriage market. In a marriage market, you're not, that doesn't make you high status. And I need black women to understand that. Because these same brothers who will sit on the phone with you, this Dr. Hamilton, um, and tell you these things, don't want you. Take it from the brothers who would actually look at you and say, you know, I would give her a shot. Brothers who you would even find eligible yourself. That's not what makes you. That's not what's gonna make you high status. That's the. And that's not what's gonna make a high status man who has options. Look around a room full of options and zoom in only on you. That's not what makes a man do that. Y'all are fucking dumb. But before even entertaining thoughts of a marriage, I have to get past the dating stage. Turner says she often sees black men pass up perfectly eligible dark-skinned women. Black men will say complexion doesn't matter, but they might give that lighter complexion woman who is very comparable to a darker complexion woman a chance when they wouldn't give that dark, dark, darker skin woman a chance. How do y'all know that though? And anyway, let's, let's keep reading. The effects play out in the lives of women like me and my friend Larissa. We usually like to talk about sci-fi books and traveling, but today I asked her if she's ever felt diminished by men due to her complexion. She says, sometimes I can kind of feel their eyes sliding off of me to go to the pretty white girl next to me or even the fairer skinned Yara Sahedi type. Y'all know who Yara Sahedi is, right? She play on um, show blackish, grownish, light skinned girl, real pretty, big hair. She says a twinge of sadness in her voice. While she sees herself getting married, she doesn't know if she will end up with a black man. I don't necessarily see myself walking down the aisle with a black guy. Not because I've written them off or because I don't want to, but just realistically, based on how the dating life has been treating me and how I've been approached. Well, that's a sad story. I'm not going to lie. Julie Wadley of North Carolina's matchmaking service, Ellie Simone, which caters to a mostly black clientele, has observed this dynamic in her field. I've had colleagues who were like, hey, I have a black client and he's open to any race. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'll send you a couple of matches who fit what he's looking for. Then they'll come back and say, she's too ethnic looking. Hmm. 
Well, I'm wondering that situation, is it the man or is it these colleagues, you know, who have a client? Um, I want to play this video. Oh, I forgot. I, I have two phones. I can play this video. I was hoping it'd be you. I have to play it on this phone because I'm not sure. Um, how long have we been? Okay, we're already 32 minutes in. Okay. Um, let me... Let me see if I can get it. Hold on, guys. Why dark skinned? Black girls like me. Getting married. Mm, sorry. And and Dream McClinton, if you ever hear this episode, I really am enjoying your read. I'm glad you were able to express yourself. Um Don't take anything I'm saying like too much to heart. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't do this. So let's watch this video. This video is gonna be five minutes, guys. We're gonna listen to this video together. Together. Whether you like it or not. Why isn't that playing? Hold on, hold on, y'all. It's playing, but it's not making no it ain't making no noise. It ain't making no noise. Hold on, guys. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, no, seriously. Like, what the fuck? Bro, why did they make it on noise? What the fuck? Now, that shit just made me kind of mad, bro. I thought I was doing something like, yeah. I can pull this video up and we can watch it together. And it's like, no, bitch, you're not pulling anything up. You're not pulling anything up, bitch. You're going to watch what I want you to watch. I really want to No, I really, 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 really want to hear this video. For some reason, I don't, I don't get it. My volume is all the way up on my phone. Let me see if I can. I don't have no headphones in. That's weird, bro. That's weird as shit, bro. Let me see, guys. But I mean, I'm and you see, this is why we, you have to kind of stop. We stop seeking like data and and like who is a professor at this college just talk to realistic people like you'll get more out of it let me see if i can um if i can find the video on youtube 
y'all know me i'm really resourceful like that uh, the guardian if i put in the guardian and then i put in black women dating black women found it <laughs> you can't stop me nigga I'm gonna find that shit boy bruh why is my phone not playing no sound bruh what the fuck now I'm determined like when things tell me no I find a way but no seriously that's not funny cause on everything I'm gonna need my sound later on on this phone yo it says all the way turned up on the volume son what the fuck oh we gonna figure this out we ain't gonna figure it out right now though but we gonna figure it out you know, I did drop this phone about 15 minutes ago. I'm going to show y'all how we're going to do it, too. I'm, 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 I'm that type of nigga, bro. I get shit done. Watch this. Hey, guys. I got the video. We're going to listen to it. Conversations for me are always really interesting. Because the way that I grew up was you need to be darker. Really? Like, everyone in my family wants to be darker. I'm all about being darker. I didn't realize this until my teens, though. But, like, when I went to Grenada and, like, I got, like, a really nice, healthy, dark tan, I felt like my skin was glowing. Right. I just... Um, of a couple of rappers. It was like Jay-Z, Diddy, Swiss Beats, somebody else at a table. And they were like talking about like what excellence looks like in all of their women. You had Beyonce, Alicia Keys, Cassie, all very light-skinned. So clearly there's an association with like being high class and looking a certain way. And I know for me, like I was always very urged to like, this idea of like a messy bun, like throwing your hair in a messy bun. And I used to have hair, like more than this. So like putting my hair in a messy bun and putting on sweats. She said, you know, she said more like this, by the way, guys, cause she has like a short haircut in this video. Like a, like me or like one of y'all. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, um, you, and I, all right, let's, I, I couldn't do that because if I do that as a darker skinned woman with my hair nappy and like then somebody might think I was homeless or somebody ladies ladies I, I, I'm just gonna say this just because men don't like you or you feel like men don't find you beautiful don't go make yourself more unattractive I've noticed that in these last, and I'm pretty sure it's been going on for a while now, but in the last, like, it seemed like 10 to 12 years, like, women been doing that. And, you know, it's funny because earlier today I was looking at, um, you guys remember when women were went through this phase where they were putting septum piercings in their nose, and in, in, in the middle of their nose? And not just that, but then they would put, like, a chain, and they would connect the chain from the nose piercing to, like, their ear. Like, stop, like, stop doing ugly shit. Like, you know, y'all don't want us to do certain things because you know that shit would be unattractive to to y'all. Well, it's the same thing. A lot of the shit y'all do is is starting to become kind of unattractive. 
So don't 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 think it's like getting revenge on men or don't think that you're you're getting over on men for you to go out there and and like, well, I'm gonna show them then, like and, and cut off all your hair or or dye your shit pink or just some crazy wild goofy shit. Like don't do that. Somebody would think like, oh, that she she didn't shower today or whatever. The lighter you are, the more polished you look is definitely associated with with you know more money. My family comes from an ethnicity called Garifuna, and we're a mixture of West African and Moroccan people. In our whole country of Guatemala, there's a lot of indigenous folks and Garifuna folks together. And usually they get together and they have mulagu, like like basically biracial children. And that was always seen as beautiful. Having that overall really shape the way I view myself, um, and feeling that I was never really beautiful in my skin. Um, so I had to literally like seek that out for myself to love my melanin. My two best friends are much lighter than me, right? So I have been standing next to my friends and people have literally not said hello to me because they are not seeing me. People literally ignore dark-skinned women, particularly fat, dark-skinned women, particularly flat, dark, fat, dark-skinned women that don't have no hair. Me, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know that when I'm being called light skin, like somebody's trying to holler at me or whatever. You see, here's the thing about it, right? She, she, she had some good points in that that last girl, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I guess for me, I'm a, I'm a man, so we different, right? We just kind of accept what comes, and if we don't like it, we just fix it. Like, if, if you're fat and you feel like people don't treat you right because you're fat. I hate to sound like such a cliche. I hate to sound like such a dickhead, but have you tried losing weight, mate? Have, have you tried losing weight, mate? Like, have you lost anything? Yes, the world is not going to treat you best when you're not even at your best. Like, what is it going to do when you are? I mean, if we was giving you everything now, I'm just saying, man, like, do you like how you look? The way you just sat there and talked about yourself like you was a sack of potatoes. Then the other girl talking about how I viewed myself. Yes, yourself. How you viewed yourself. You got fat, dark-skinned people who don't... Excuse me. Who, who don't let that shit slow them down in life. And they don't sit around moping about it. Because at the end of the day, 9 out of 10 times, half the things you've ever heard about yourself is what you were telling yourself in your head. Nobody actually is walking to you and saying, Hey, you're ugly. You're dark-skinned. If you were light-skinned, you would be more pretty. Most of you guys have never experienced anything close to that. And if you have, it was by some dickhead, probably 12-year-old kid on the internet. Like, you've never actually really experienced that shit. All of that is in your head. And what other women tell you. But I thought you wanted a husband. She is black. She looked black.
people on the color spectrum would question my um, sort of commitment to the race. I think there's a part of me that also resents if someone say, well, if you're not natural, you didn't do this, which I feel like I'm natural. I didn't, I didn't have any chemical in my hair, but I decided, yeah, I'm gonna go dry my hair. And that doesn't make me any less than one of my sisters who's nope. deciding something else. My first like memory of race, I would say, has been about colorism, which I think is interesting because it. I think it was me asking my mom if she was white. So, I want you to hear what she just said, right? That this, this is a younger black girl in the group. Um, and I like how they kind of did this panel. They brought in all kind of different looking black women. Um, my whole thing is this, right? <clears throat> she said her first experience with race, basically she's trying to say it's some type of colorism shit. Something she asked her own mother, right? So here's my whole thing, right? How many of us can say our first racial experience wasn't even with a white person? It with a black person. I just want you guys to think about that. Now let's carry on. I like this video. I like doing shit like this. You know, sometimes as black men, especially as black men who, yes, we do have something against black women, right? We, we, we are upset with black women. We are upset with black men. We're upset with black people. We're upset with ourselves. I'm upset with myself. Okay. Can anybody, can anybody else attest to that? We have to take the time to listen to them sometimes. You know, stop only watching, you know, Kevin Samuels or uh, MGTOW videos or Red Pill videos or even listening to my content. Every now and then, go listen to some black women talk, man. If you want to hear how they feel about things, you know, and sometimes just listen to them. Like, don't, you don't have to always be looking for them to be wrong about something or looking for them to have attitude because black women, you know what I'm saying? They some good people too, brother. Sometimes they don't have attitude all the time. Like, sometimes they just have feelings and they deserve to express their feelings the same way us as black men deserve to express our feelings on things so this is their experience and then she told me the first memory she remembers was when i was at a park and i was playing with these kids and then like the older sister came over and she was like no don't play with her because she's brown the color spectrum is something that like we have to deal with if we want to move forward at all as like a people you have to understand that we didn't originally create this type of homosity you know we didn't create this like kind of intense relations with each other it was brought upon us so even if it was here for african americans in the u.s or if it's in you know central or south america or in the caribbean it's like this is something that was structured to be able to divide and conquer So are we saying that it's on lighter skinned people to open doors or make spaces? Like, are we saying that we don't collectively have the power to make yeah. our own space? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a joint effort. Like, as far as looking towards the future, we have these examples of what dark, like Jordan Peele just released this film. He has Lupita Nyong'o yes. as a lead. You have people, like, even just in conversations, people talk about Beyonce, but now people are like, what about Kelly, though? Like, yeah. like this, this idea of, like, bringing darker women to the... F- See, and that's the thing. That's what I don't like, right? And it, it always seems this way in any group of people. When we want one to get uplifted, we feel like we have to start comparing and bringing other people down. Leave Beyonce alone. Kelly, this is a nice-ass-looking nun. 
Kelly is beautiful. Beyonce is beautiful. I mean, everybody likes Kelly better. Duh. Like, the fuck? Like, why do we need that? And then my whole thing of dark-skinned women, I do want to say is, why do y'all feel so underrepresented? Because everybody ain't black, black? How you know black, black? Look, first of all, most of all the top models growing up was dark-skinned. Don't let, um, what's her name? And I love her. Tyra Banks fool you, right? Uh, is the other one named Naomi Banks? Naomi Campbell? And all those women that was running those catways were always dark-skinned women. And we're talking African dark-looking women. They never put... You know what? You want to know what's funny? Dark-skinned women are always complaining, right? But when I was growing up, light-skinned women were... Yes, they got a lot of roles, but they were always portrayed as scandalous. They were always portrayed as bed wenches. They were always portrayed as hookers and hoes. And they were always portrayed very badly and poorly. All the black women who did really well in acting growing up were brown-skinned women, bro. Neil Long, Angela Bassett, Oprah Winfrey, you know what I'm saying? Um, Gabrielle Union. They were all brown-skinned women. They would have the red bone girl playing the evil, conniving, devious... That's what they used to give light-skinned girls roles. Black girls, when they wanted to go out there and become models and become famous for how good they look, when I was growing up, and I was born in 1993, you do your own math, dark-skinned women were going out there to run on walkways, bro, and runways and catwalks with big-time super international supermodels. And they were getting paid a shit ton of money to do it. Light-skinned girls was ending up in the back of rappers' music videos. Most of the music video hoes from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s were light-skinned women. Dark-skinned women were dark-skinned and brown-skinned women were getting put in movies. Okay? They were getting put in movies and they were getting put on runways. And when they played in movies, they played good roles, good moms, good aunties. Okay, good wives, good business women, upscale women, just good neighbors like like um, when Neil Long was on Friday. Right. They had the light skinned woman in the neighborhood bending over. Right. Cheating on her husband. Remember, Miss Parker? Okay, then. Right. The other light skinned girl was a crackhead. Felicia. What they had the brown skinned girl doing? The brown, the two brown skinned girls in the movie. One of them was a mother. Craig's mother who was married. Okay, the other one was his sister who was respectful, right? Respected in the neighborhood. And the other one was actually light skinned Felicia's sister. So, brown skinned women have actually been winning for a very long time. It was hard for light skinned women to come about. Light skinned women were always being put out as fast, as mean, as bad people on TV for the most part. Look at even the most snobbiest one out of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house was what? A light-skinned woman. It was um, Hillary. It wasn't a little brown-skinned girl. The little brown-skinned girl, she had her ways, but she was very nice and well-spoken. It was Hillary always making all the rude-ass comments. Light-skinned women were seen as arrogant, conceited, conniving, scandalous bitches. So... Be careful what you wish for, dark-skinned woman. Now, this video right here is almost over. We're going to finish it on now. Hold on. The forefront like that is present. Like, in your fa- in the families we create, we have to make sure that we enforce that self-love. And then also, light-skinned people making sure that 
they don't um, succumb to to Eurocentric standards of beauty or like influencing it. We are two black women experiencing something together. My way of showing up for you is if I need to put my body on the line, I'm putting my body on the line. The way that you're disrupting systems of oppression is making sure people acknowledge my humanity. We finna do this together. Like we have to do it together. I love you so very much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the end of that video. Um. You know, so let's get back to reading the article. So where we left off, um, she basically was saying how, uh, what'd she say? Her friend was, remember her friend was explaining to her, you know, um, we'll, we'll just read what it says. She said, effects played out in the lives of women like my friend Larissa. Remember she said she could feel her. Uh, um, guys looking at the white girls or the Yara Sahidi types. Remember that? Okay, so let's go on to the next part of the article. It says, Julie Wadley of North Carolina's matchmaking service, um, Ellis Sim- Simone, which caters to mostly black clientele, has observed this dynamic in her field. I've had... Co- oh, we've already read that part too, the, match- the matchmaking. Um, she's too ethnic looking. I know exactly what she means, but I ask anyway. What would too ethnic mean in terms of look? Dark skinned, someone who is probably brown to dark skinned, someone with natural hair, someone who is over the size of six, she answers. I would bet $5,000 every single one of my black colleagues have had that happen. Or they'll come back and say, oh, well, he's only looking for someone who is very fair or... He's looking for someone who is light-skinned. Still, Wadley tells me she hoped I'm not writing a woe is me, nobody wants dark-skinned girls article. I went hearing it, hoping for, for the same deep down, but this topic doesn't lend itself to optimism. So, so even the person she's talking to is like, oh, come on, please don't, don't write another pity story. Write another, oh, nobody wants me because I'm dark-skinned. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's not a good look. And then here's the thing about it. So what, what is... So, you make black men who really do want you feel like we're only dating you out of pity. You know, I just always tell my mom, stop telling me what to do. Because when you tell me, I used to tell my mom this for real. I was, And I, I broke it down to her like this. I said, when you tell me what to do, it makes it seem like I'm doing this good thing that I was going to do anyway because you told me to. Not because I actually was going to do it. When I say I used to tell my mom that, it wasn't when she asked me to do dishes. It'd be like when she tell me, like, you need to call... Auntie, you ain't spoke to her in a while. I'm like, don't tell me that. I was actually gonna call her on Friday. Now it just seems like I'm just doing it because you told me to. So you you gotta stop with that whole dark skin shit because what ends up happening is now you make black men feel like bad or something if we don't want you. Like we should have to explain ourselves to people, and I don't think we should because y'all don't be wanting everybody. Like how you want everybody to be okay with wanting you, but you you don't want everybody. You don't want every type of black man. Some of y'all don't even like light-skinned niggas. Like, why should somebody... Why Why do you feel like people owe you to be okay with you? You know, saying, well, let's keep it real. Like, you're not really that okay with yourself. It made me feel like I would never be wanted. Writing this piece, a memory I had long forgotten resurfaces. 
You see, and I want to talk about that too. A lot of you guys like to touch on subjects and touch on topics on things that you guys have gotten over and you talk, you want the world to believe that you're so traumatized and so hurt by these things, but yet you keep talking about them. And I, I just know from my own life, you know, and I know this is not the best way to go about everything, but you don't just keep talking about something that hurts you that bad because all it does is make you think of things that you wouldn't naturally think of anyway. And some people could say, well, that's healing. No, it's not. That's hurting. Is it, is it, tell that to the guy who started doing a little too much what y'all would call healing or soul searching. And then he found deep, dark places that he once buried and it caused him to put a bullet in his own brain. So don't don't come tell me it's healing when it's, it's led people to suicide. It's led people to murder to go kill other people as well because now they're having thoughts on things that they've put in the back of their brain because they want to go deep dive and, and and let things resurface anyways I'm writing this piece a memory I had long forgotten resurfaced at university on the line for the security check in for dorms I bumped into a friend of my former roommate I inquired about something someone had said immediately his face changed from joy to anger You're too dark to be talking to me like this dream, he sneered. Hurt to the point of rage, I bristled and walked away. We never had a conversation again. I want to know more detail. God noticed that when black women are telling, and I'm not saying she's lying, but I'm just keeping it really real from a black man who don't play that bullshit perspective, right? And who's been lied on plenty of times. Um... My whole thing is this, right? Often when I hear black girls tell me stories that just sound so unrealistic, it's mainly because not of what they're telling me itself is unrealistic, but just mainly because it just doesn't add up. And then it just sounds so one-sided. Like, this is what he did. So let's read that again. You know, you bumped into a friend of a former roommate So this is not somebody that you really, really know. This is somebody that, you know, I don't know, was your roommate's friend. And you asked them about something someone had said. What is this thing that you asked them about? I need more context to know why he jumps to dark. Why he didn't just say you're too ugly. You're too young. You're too dumb. Out of everything that could make you not qualified to talk to him like this and then how were you talking to him you know were you being rude were you you know being abrasive I I don't know but you know that's why I would love to talk to her Uh, I'm gonna send this episode to her Twitter page if it's still up I saw it on Google earlier okay I aimlessly skimmed the app late one night swiping left right right left I've only made a few matches since downloading it the week before then I come across a profile. I only date light-skinned women. Reads his bio. Even though his skin tone matches mine. I wasn't going to swipe right in the first place. He was not cute. But I still feel the bristle of my sophomore year. I roll my eyes and swipe to the next one. So so here we have, once again. So what about all the brothers who didn't have on their, on their page? Like you only focus on the bad you guys got to stop doing that. I Trust me, I used to be like that too. And to a certain extent, I still am. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting way better at it. Like, you can't just 
look at just the bad. Like, you really can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless that's your job to do that, then you can't do that. And, um, why do you care? As you say, he's not cute anyway. Everybody's entitled to have their standards. You have your standards. You said you only wanted, remember earlier, you said you only wanted uh, men who make money who also look good, this and that and third, right? So he only likes light-skinned women. I only date light-skinned women. What about all the white girls who want him? Should they be upset? What about the Asian girl? Who's not light-skinned? She pale. Should she be upset too? Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't tell you how many times I've been on dating apps and I see this one right here. White guys only. From black women. Same complexion as me. That's what that bitch want. That's what that bitch gonna get. I would like to think I've grown up since that 19-year-old who was insulted at the gate of my dorm. My dark skin is not something to be ashamed of. And here's the thing about it. I want to go back, right? She says insulted. But the brother, when he talked to her, he told her, you too dark to be talking to me like this. So how was she talking to him? Why won't she tell us that part of the story? Does it not matter? Find out on next week's episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, let's keep it back serious, right? Okay, so... Uh, my dark skin is not something to be ashamed of. Even if past lovers made it clear they were ashamed to be associated with me because of it. So, what she's telling us is that there was men because this, this is what I took from what she just said. And I know what I'm about to say is not true. But this is why you guys have to, you guys have to kind of just sometimes keep your dramatics to yourself. Because what she just basically told us is that there are men who have dated her who told her to her face because anything less than that is an assumption. If you, anything less than that is an assumption. That the only reason why that they were ashamed to be associated with her was because of her skin tone. It was nothing that had to do with her attitude, the way she dressed, her body type, her hair, just the way she looks, period. Dark skin or not. Dark skinned or not. Because based on the, all this article I've read so far... A dark-skinned woman who's a 10 would get no credit compared to a, a light-skinned woman who's a 6. That's what you're telling me. And I, I can't deny your experience. I, I, I wouldn't want you to deny my experience. So I'm not going to deny your experience. Um, I've been all of it before. I'm dating someone, but there's a secrecy to our relationship. Hands that only hold yours in private a reluctance to present you to family and friends. Kisses that only meet your lips when no one else can see. I hate that I've had to beg for legitimacy in my intimate relationships. I hate that my friends have had to do so too. I want love, but my self-esteem is too high a price to pay. Charlene and I met at a Kendrick Lamar concert during our freshman year of college, and we've stayed in contact ever since. Knowing she's shared similar sentiments about dating in the past, I get in touch hoping to round out my perspective on the matter. I feel like dark-skinned women were just the women that men had behind closed doors. They weren't trophy wives enough for you to show to the world. Somebody wouldn't want to show me off, but next thing you know, they've got somebody lighter and they're showing them off. It made me feel I would never be wanted. <laughs> 
I feel that because if, if I was in them shoes, I'd, I would feel the same way. Like, okay, you told me you, you, and I've done that to a girl before. I told her, I'm not into that. I'm not into this. I'm not into that. I'm, I just don't like to do those things because I didn't really want her. And then she watched me go date other women. And I did all those things that I said I wouldn't, I didn't like to do with those women willingly. And she, you know, came at me one day and was like, you lied to me. You told me you just weren't into that. You didn't like to kiss in public. You didn't like to hold hands. You didn't like to sleep in the same bed. But truthfully, you know what I'm saying? You, you is, and I really don't like to sleep in the same bed. I don't. Um, she had found out that me and my next girlfriend, we, we lived together and we slept in the same bed every night. Um, you know what I'm saying? Where when me and her lived together, we didn't sleep in the same bed at all. Like, you know, not to be funny. My bad, that wasn't funny. Um, there's nothing funny about that. Um, you know, um, so yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel her on that, you know. I've, I've dealt with that on both sides. I've done it to people and I've had it done to me, so... That's not cool. Deflated, I talked to Elizabeth, my former sophomore year roommate who is now in her third year of law school. I wonder what the relevance of that detail is going to be. Anyways, I ask if a partner has said anything rude to her because of her skin tone. She names a man I know to my dismay. There was just a comment that he made one time. He said, I want a white family. She laughs. It was just so weird to me because you're telling me you want a white family and I can't give you that. Like, why are you talking to me? I want a white family. The words stick with me for the rest of the day, weighing me down like a bale of cotton. It brings tears to my eyes. And that's sad. And I and I and I can't say I don't feel her. I really can't, guys. But at the same time, you do realize that you let words that allegedly because people lie people do lie like I'm not saying people I'm not even gonna say women lie people lie for no reason just to have a conversation people will lie I've seen people just lie I'll just talk about a movie and they'll just tell me they've seen the movie too it's kind of funny Nick, you've never seen that movie nigga people just lie but whatever we're gonna just, t- just go off what she said you're letting the words you're letting words from an old roommate, a guy, something that a guy told her a long time ago, weigh you down to the point where, you know, it brings tears to your eyes. According to this story so far, um, her name is Dream, right? According to this story so far, Miss McClinton, I know your last name is Miss McClinton. If I had to guess, you've never had a man call you beautiful. You've never in your life had any man want you. Or were they just not the type of brothers that you liked? See, y'all got to stop with this whole it just doesn't happen thing and just say, no, the fine ass niggas that is top notch baller player, 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 niggas that I want don't want me back. That's what you need to say. Stop saying it like, oh, well, you know, well, these, then the black man, this, and the white woman, and no. The men that you want don't want you. Don't say men don't want you because you're dark-skinned. Because I'm pretty sure there's some brother out there that would take your ass, have you all up in public, but get what? He's too lame for you, huh? He's too lame for the girl who don't nobody want. Anyways. Um... 
I'm not saying nobody wants you in particular, Miss McClinton, but what I am saying is that don't nobody want you based on what you definitely you told us. Okay? It brings tears to my eyes. I wonder, are dark skinned women just the placeholders until they meet their desired match? Do all these men really just want white families? Like, how did you convince yourself, even at that young, dumb age, to believe something like that in your head? Because if I was to use the same, I don't even want to call it logic, but whatever it is that you're using to come to these conclusions, that I would just assume all black women just want, want men for their money. I would just assume all black women just want white men. What, where do you get that from? So you would, you, I mean, you say that like there's not a millions of like, like. So you mean to tell me wherever you live, wherever you live, Miss McClinton, in which you say you're from Georgia, I'm going to guess you're from somewhere in the surrounding Atlanta area. If not, you're probably from Augusta, Macon, or Savannah, which those are black cities. You've never seen a black family before. So what you're telling me is that when you go out and about in Georgia, I, I live in Georgia, ma'am, or wherever you live now, you see more black men with white women, and you see black men with black women that you 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 want to tell me that lie what about your black daddy who he married to come on now come on man a few nights into the app another guy pops up on my screen decently looking and seemingly gainfully employed i, I don't know how you can seem like gainfully employed because there's so many wealthy men who don't look rich and there's so many rich looking niggas who are broke but you know hey you 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 know a lot you know clearly i'm mildly interested his profile bio is just one line the darker the berry the sweeter the juice my immediate thoughts warn me of a possible fetish oh my god you can't satisfy him she comes. She, she finally swipes right. I'm she, black men, listen to this. She find this is how I tell you. Black women, they want to be miserable, bro. They want a they want a life full of excuses. That's what it is. They want to be miserable. They want to believe these narratives so fucking badly. We've read this whole article. We even stopped and watched a video. And here she comes now. Hold on. Let me make sure we have enough time still. Okay. Here she comes now. She finally comes across a black man who was saying, hey, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. And her her negative polar-based brain automatically goes to, well, he he probably just wants to have sex. You can't you can't win. Let's keep reading. Maybe we might be wrong. My immediate thoughts warn me of a possible fetish. Dating with dark skin often comes with a double-edged sword. We are unwanted except by men who want to create an experience out of us leaving our personhood out of the equation altogether we become empty objects vehicles for pleasure rather than multi-dimensional beings okay the first thing i want to say is that that every single type of woman could fall into that category if you think for a second that there's not light-skinned women that men look at as empty objects and vehicles for pleasure, ma'am, you have life completely fucked up. You break down any category of woman, hot blonde white girl, brunette, green eyes white girl, Persian chick, Filipino chick, Asian school girls, right? I mean, 
older black women, younger black women, light-skinned, dark-skinned, fat girls, skinny girls, thick girls, fit girls, muscular girls. There's a pervert for every last one of you motherfuckers. This is what it is. Hunter vocalizes this sentiment. At the same time, there's also a kind of fetishization of darker skin. So sometimes you'll hear people say, I only like dark-skinned women. Or that dark skin is sexy or something like that, she tells me. Now that those things aren't true or good, but they also kind of objectifying or sexualizing in a way that isn't necessarily the solution to the discrimination. It's an inversion, basically. Anyways, the bachelor on my screen shares my mahogany skin tone. So... (laughs) Now we're seeing something different, guys. We're seeing arrogance. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, where is the uh, the brother Kevin Samuels when I need him? I need him to come right now and say, you can't make this shit up, man. You can't make this shit up. So basically what she just told y'all for y'all, for y'all dimwits out there. The nigga that's on the screen is dark-skinned just like her. So maybe you arrogant McClinton woman. I ain't gonna call you at your name. But maybe you little arrogant son of a bitch. See, y'all spend so much time thinking about yourself, y'all become the only thing y'all think about. Ma'am, maybe when he said the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, he was referring to himself. He was probably referring to himself. I don't think he made his Tinder page and thought about you or women like you. He is a dark-skinned black man trying to basically sell himself in the dating market on a app designed for consumers. So in his bio, the dark-skinned black man put the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I don't know, but I like to assume positive things. So if I can go out on a limb here, I would like to stretch out my arm and reach and say, I think that he might have been referring to himself. If I can see that in just reading your 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 um, page here, your article here on TheGuardian.com, I'm, I'm pretty sure, ma'am, had you not been so, and I hate to use this word because I know that this word has been used against you guys so many times, and I get it. I, I, I grew up using this word against all kinds of people. Insecure. You wouldn't have even wrote this because you would have probably assumed the same thing I assumed too. Or, or, you know, ma'am, if you stop being socially awkward, you can find ways to talk to people about these type of things. and Ask them, what did he mean by that? Instead, you let it get your brain all worked up into fetishes. And anyways, the bachelor on my screen shares my mahogany skin tone. But I'm wary he, like other black men, may fall victim to this form of objectification. I remember how Charlene expressed her frustrations with her beauty being as skin deep. Excuse me. We can't just get a regular compliment, she laments. I know that people think that calling me chocolate all the time or talking about your skin is beautiful is a compliment. But why can't I just be beautiful? Y'all really take this shit personal. I guess this shit is really deeper for y'all than it is for everybody else. Because these are everybody problems. Like, 
You know, the white girl gets called blondie. Your hair is so beautiful. Why? Because it's blonde or because it's beautiful? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, everybody gets called different things. Like, you know what I'm saying? We call light-skinned niggas, light-skinned niggas. Drake, shut up, Drake. Shut up, Prince. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't... I don't know. Whatever. It's still, once again, you're being negative. You're mad somebody calling you chocolate. You're mad somebody telling you your skin is beautiful. Your skin is... Y'all have beautiful skin. Y'all have some of the most beautiful skin in the world. Like, why are you mad? Why you gotta find something wrong with that? Like, what do you... Let me ask you dark-skinned women a, a serious question. What the fuck do y'all want? We hear what you don't want. But what do you want? What would be What would be better? You know? Like, because I feel like if we do what y'all tell us to do, y'all gonna complain about that too. So I hear what she and Dr. Hunter are saying, but my choices are few. I feel limited. I was made to feel this way. In the end, I swipe right. My screen darkens, proclaiming a match has been made. We chat, but the spark isn't there. But three weeks after joining the app, I have finally hit a stride and started having more fun. I matched with someone who seems promising. He's smart, we work in the same industry, and our conversations online have been pleasant. I ask him to meet, and he agrees. We are meeting at a food hall for me. It's a short walk and a train across town, but feels like a world away. A slew of hopes run through me on the way over. I hope I'll be just as attracted to him in person as I am online, and I hope he won't murder me. Oh my god. Y'all know me how I feel about this type of talk. We're not even going to go there. Nope. Let's keep going. I approach the hall, take a deep breath, and ready my fingers to pull the door open. Here we go, I whisper to myself. What is this? Oh, the article's done? Wait, is that it? That don't feel like it was it, huh, y'all? see if I put this um, in my email address in.
<laughs> There's another article on here. I guess they have a whole series called Shades of Black. My hairstyle is ethnic. My skin is dark. Would my white husband's family accept me? Lord, we're not reading that one. I don't got time. But I, 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 I don't know, guys. I guess... Uh... Oh, you have to register to keep reading. Register for free. Um, okay. I, I can do that. Oh, register. Uh, so, like, you know, ultimately, th- these are these people's... Uh, experiences so I'm not gonna fully deny their uh, experiences or anything like that you know I just I just wish they had came they come from it from a different perspective because it's a it's a very common topic that we hear um, with our women you know in particular the women of them um, you know feeling like I guess uh You know, with, 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 with them, um, hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, my bad guys. Like I said, that's, that's, um, I don't see the email in here, um, friends and family. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to. I sent it to my email. Let's see. Just enjoy some background music. Go get you a little. Ah, this is not. I don't, I don't like when this happens. It makes me wonder: Is my email working? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, it's not really working here. Uh. Yeah. So I guess that's all. That's all we can really get from that. Um. Damn, that sucks. I, I I feel like that was the end of it though. Um, but at the same time, I, I for some reason I feel like I, I feel like it was longer. Um, I 
Let me see if I can do a pull up now. Oh, that's whack if it's if it's like that, you know? That's not cool. People trying to read and hear other people's experiences and stuff like that. Maybe maybe that is the end of it. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that that was the end of it. So I hope hopefully that this was um very informative. I just like to give my two cents on these things, fellas. Mind mind you, you know if we if we do care about our people at all even if even if we're down to our last hope um you know it's very 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 um important for us to um to step into other spaces and um You know, it's very my bad. It's very important for us to step out of our own comfort zones and go into other places. I, I fully advise um, black men in the same field I'm in, or same. Um, you know, when I say field, I don't mean necessarily just you know if you have a podcast or anything like that. But especially if you do, to every now and then, man, take take some time out and go step over there. Go listen to what they got to say. Go listen to their podcast. Go listen to. Go watch their shows. Go. When you, your girlfriend says, babe, you want to watch Love Hip Hop with me tonight? Every now and then say, you know what? Yeah, I do. And just observe. You don't have to always point things out. You don't have to always have something to say. You know, actually, the smartest thing to do is every now and then, yeah, you go over there with your arms up ready for war. But for the most part, you go over there peaceful and let them talk. Let them, let them talk. Sometimes you don't have to even make your presence known. Just go in there and just watch. You know, saying that's what smart black women do to us. They 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 come watch our shit. They wanna they wanna understand black men better, so they don't they don't have to listen to a bunch of black women talk about it all the time. No, they will listen to some black women talk about it. But then there's those times where they're like, all right, I need to go over there to the brothers and see what the brothers are actually saying. And if the brothers are gonna speak openly and raw, I'm gonna have to allow them to do so. I can't just jump up every time they say something I don't like. So I know it's triggering sometimes, but sometimes when you oh, when you go open-minded, you get a, a better experience with it. Like, I would love to talk to this McClinton woman, you know what I'm saying, and figure out, you know, where all this came from in the first place. So it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. Um, let's leave this colorism thing behind. If it is serious, I don't know. You know, I personally, you know, I've never, I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I can't say I've just never seen it. It doesn't exist. Where y'all getting that from? But it, it, it to me... It's really based on how much you look into it. How much energy do you feel like you can you you can get away with not putting into something like that? Like, can you not go into something like that? You see what I'm saying? So just figure it out. You know, it's your worst time to be a raw sex, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on this some more. I will find you guys some more stuff. So just give me some time. It's your worst time to be a raw sex, and I'm out.